everybody. I'm your host, Lisa Shield. Welcome to Dating Without Drama, where I give you my unique take on everything related to men, love, dating, and romantic relationships. My practical yet spiritual approach to getting emotionally naked and attracting what I call a guardian of your soul will be music to your ears. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. I'm Lisa Shield. And I'm Benjamin Shield. And we want to welcome you to Getting Inside the Right Male Mind. We hope you're having a wonderful day and thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. We are going to talk about having a roadmap for finding true love, right? And the importance why waiting for love to happen to you is a huge mistake. Right, right. I, I think. So many of us, women and men both, have been brainwashed. We really do believe that we will fall in love and live happily ever after. And it will just be this magical process like a movie. Yeah. You know, we were told when we're growing up, you have to work hard, you pick a career, mm. you study, you do this. And everything we're taught about career is that you have to take these steps, you have to work for it, you have to get these titles, these degrees, whatever. Conversely, <laughs> when it comes to love, we see two people who lock eyes and somehow it's the most extraordinary connection. And then they spend the next 50 years of their life together in bliss. Right. It's amazing. I mean, we don't believe fairy tales when it comes to getting a corporate job. Right. <laughs> but perhaps the most important thing in our entire life, which is finding a partner, yeah. finding the guardian of your soul. And intelligent people think that. I think that even men believe I'm going to go along in my life and I'll meet the perfect woman mm -hmm. and then I'll marry her and she'll be the one. Mm -hmm. I think even men think that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that after a while, unfortunately, when it doesn't happen, when they don't find that magical person, people settle. Mm -hmm. And it often doesn't turn out to be happily ever after. Often? Often. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Very few people really find true love, real love, the kind that most people are dreaming of. And the funniest thing is when I talk to women, most of them can't fathom that it won't happen for them. Yeah. Even the women, many, many women I talked to in their mid to late 60s and early 70s, they really do still believe that it's an absolute impossibility that it wouldn't happen for them mm. because they're so accomplished and so special and they deserve it. <laughs> right, right. You know, a lot of women and men have worked on themselves, they've gone to workshops, they've read books, they've made themselves beautiful and handsome. And fit. And fit. And so they just imagine that they're going to attract Mr. Wonderful. Well, and they think that that makes them better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that makes them the best prize, but they're not. Yes, we all deserve love. I mean, maybe that is our birthright. But at the same time, if we're not being loving, if we're not looking at ourselves and saying, wait a minute, if this isn't happening for me, how can I do better? How can I be better? You know, where am I closed? Where am I pushing people away? Yeah. And we're not saying that people shouldn't be working on themselves and going no. to workshops and reading and being fit. It's just that there's that additional major step of going out and learning how to find the guardian of the soul. And to be the guardian of someone's soul. Exactly. Exactly. 
And what, what I often see, and one of the things that was really a revelation for me, was when I was dating, I started to think about the kind of man that I really wanted to be with and the level of emotional maturity I wanted him to have to be with a man who really had sorted out his values and who was able to show up in a loving partnership and be a partner to me. Mm. But I realized I wasn't emotionally at the level that I needed to be. Uh (laughs) I lacked a lot of emotional maturity. And I think when it comes to dating, most people are dating like teenagers. They're, you know, our dating skills harken back (laughs) to an earlier age. Uh Yeah, the same projections, the same fear of rejection, the same obsession. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if we're 14 or if we're 84. You know, unless we learn other ways, we'll just default back to the same things we did in junior high school. And the truth is, going on this journey of finding a guardian of your soul, it really is about growing up. And when I talk about growing up, I mean children, young people don't take responsibility for their feelings, their reactivity and all. They're just in the moment. They're figuring things out. But as adults, the big turning point is when you stop blaming and projecting on other people mm-hmm. and, and you stop holding other people responsible for your happiness. Mm-hmm. Then you enter into the dating process as an adult, mm-hmm. mature, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is what's missing. A lot of people don't know how to do this. They've been so hurt and wounded in the past. They're scared to death that they're going to perpetuate or repeat the same patterns. Mm -hmm. And I think because people hadn't known how to date and what to look for and how to look for it, they have encountered the wrong men along the way. It began to ingrain their belief that there are no good men out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course there are. Really? Can you show me one? (laughs) (laughs) Where do I find good men? That's the question that everybody asks me on a call. Where do I find good men? Mm. For me, I think if you really know what to look for in a man, you can find many of them. But Mm -hmm. most people are not always valuing the right things or looking for the right things. And I think it's that chemistry, those fireworks, that exalted feeling Mm -hmm. that gets in the way because finding the guardian of your soul in some ways is going to feel very ordinary. (laughs) Not what people want to (laughs) hear. Right, because the guardian of the soul is going to be a secure man. Mm -hmm. And it's often the avoidant men and even sometimes the anxious men that create that whirlwind uh, feeling in the beginning that's so exciting that's just hormonally driven really is how 15-year-olds date. So what does it cost us, you know, to keep doing this, just to keep waiting for love to happen or not face it for fear of being rejected or hurt or, you know, or not knowing how to move forward? Maybe some people have dipped a toe in the dating world and gotten so afraid because they felt those old fears come rushing back that they just, you know, shut down their dating profiles what does it cost people to you know, not date, not face this part of their lives and find a real solution? Well, I think one of the primary things it costs them is time. Unlike many other things, time is something that we'll never get back, particularly if a woman is of 
childbearing age and she wants a family and she may have devoted herself to her career, that unless she knows what she's doing and what to look for, have a roadmap to find true love, to find a partner, to find the guardian of her soul, her husband, to find the father of her children, that there is no time to waste. Mm-hmm. There is no time to waste on a relationship that may be hormonally driven, that she feels fireworks and this is it. You know, like the first date, she knows that this is the guy and she really doesn't know him. He really doesn't know her. It's just all projection and hormones and excitement. And we've all experienced it. And those things usually don't last. Well, they end in heartache. They end in heartache and they end in a waste of time, precious time. Mm-hmm. particularly if someone wants family. Yeah. Precious time. God, you know, and years go by so quickly. They really do. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, you have a 32-year-old woman and she meets a guy and gets caught up in that, you know, well, I want children, but I'm not ready for children, whatever. She turns around and four years of her life have gone yeah. by and she's 36. I mean, having a roadmap and a plan and a way to really do this is in some ways a miracle because they can find somebody and realize that dream of having kids. But if they don't, that time is going to go by in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay. And what else, babe? What what else does it cost us? Well, it costs us first not having what we deeply desire. We feel like an outcast when everyone else has it. I know that you had a a client who didn't go to work on Valentine's Day because she just couldn't bear that other women were getting flowers and candy and plans for the evening. She couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. And when she was asked out by friends, often they were couples and she Mm -hmm. was the third wheel or in a group, the fifth wheel. And just that longing for something that seems unobtainable. Or or she also said that, you know, she'd get together with her girlfriends and she did have girlfriends and they would go out together, but then they'd go home to their husbands and their families and she'd go home to her dog. And Ben and Jerry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Or a nice bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and there's a loneliness, there's an emptiness, just a void that can't be filled by food or online shopping or girlfriends or work because there's a point at which it all starts to feel meaningless. You have all the money in the bank, but nobody to go on a trip with or buy a home with. And I know a lot of women are very proud of the fact that they don't just not live their lives because they don't have a man. But why not just face the issue and figure out how to get it solved instead of this whole, you know, I'm just going to live my life. I hear that a lot. And you also hear, I want a man, but I don't need a man. Uh. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I think that it's rationale for past hurts and even current difficulty dating. Mm -hmm. You know, so people just feel, well, I could just go on and live my life, be great to have partner, a guardian of my soul, someone to grow old with, someone to tell how my day went and deeply care, someone that I could be the guardian of their soul. Who doesn't want that? (laughs) You You know, we need that partnership. We need, you know, we're on this planet to be the guardian and have the guardians of each other's souls. Well, and can I say something? When women say that, it's like, I want a man, but I don't need a man. 
And there's this attitude of, I don't need a man to pay for me or put a roof over my head or buy me food or whatever. And I, I get that. Many, you know, many women today may not need that. But there are plenty of other ways in which men and women need each other. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just such an inane statement. If, I mean, if a man said to me, I want a woman, but I don't need a woman. <laughs> if you were dating, you'd be out the door. I would look at him and I would, I would literally look at him and I would say, what did you just say? Yeah. You would want a man who would want nothing more at the end of the day than to hold you in his arms. Mm-hmm. When you're watching TV, when you're laying in bed, yeah. when you're talking about the day, when you're talking about your dreams. Yeah, and I didn't expect, you know, it's not that I spe- expected it to be hard to find you, but I didn't expect it to be easy. I knew that there was a reason why I had never had a healthy relationship in my life. I knew that, and I knew that I was the cause of whatever that is that there were good men in the world who were looking for partnership, just not with me. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't. And I just wanted to figure out how to change that. You know, it doesn't have to be like when women work with us, it is a revelation Mm. for them, the way we do it and the way we've put the whole thing together. Well, we offer a roadmap. Mm Mm-hmm a roadmap to finding the guardian of their souls. So what is a roadmap, honey? I wrote a handy-dandy little definition for us that I actually really liked. You first. You want me to read it? Please. Okay. All right. So having a roadmap means having a step-by-step plan that puts all of the pieces of this puzzle together, the pieces you already have, and the pieces you have yet to learn. So you can stop wasting precious time and find true love now. Mm-hmm. Is that good? I yeah, like that. That's great. <laughs> so where do we where do we find this roadmap? In books, in workshops, in talking to our girlfriends? Look, I just happen to have one right here. <laughs> A roadmap for finding true love. <laughs> um No, you've got to work with brilliant coaches and mentors. So, you know, information is not transformation. You can read all the books in the world. You can watch every single freaking video on YouTube (laughs) looking for answers. But what you really need is a step-by-step plan, one that is a real system That works. That works. That's been proven to work. And you want to work with experts who have it. You want to work with people who really have found this. I mean, and that could be Benjamin and me. It might be some other coach, you know, some other person. But what I find with a lot of coaches is that it's, you know, I formulated my own approach, which is, you know, not completely and wholly unique in the world. But the way I've put the pieces together is uh, extraordinary from what clients have said. It works. It's a system and it works over and over and over again. And so what are the shifts that someone would need to make to begin to go on that road? Well, so our roadmap, like what it does is it gives you all the pieces of this puzzle. So like one of the main things that we show you through this journey is how to get out of your head and into your heart. Mm -hmm. Now, 
this does have in part to do with masculine feminine energy and how to start to become feminine and take what we call the feminine lead. It's also about opening up your heart and making room for a man in in your world and in your life and you know allowing yourself to need a man and to make a man feel needed and most of the women we work with they're way up here mm-hmm. how does that affect you as a man honey when- well it puts me in my head and not in my heart and we're talking about something that is really about heart to heart connection so when it's cerebral and if a man were to go on a date and it's all interview questions rather than becoming uh, what we would call emotionally naked to have vulnerability, see how it's received and responded to and have that built from there. We've had clients who have said they have never been on such meaningful dates yeah. ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever. In fact, there's a gentleman who signed up and, and our program is, is for women. Occasionally we'll let a man come in. He was on a date with one of our former clients, and he said in his entire life, he has never been on a date as extraordinarily wonderful as that. And it made him want to join our program. And we said, no, it's just for women. And he was so, so not only he, but he, his sister has joined also. Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah, very. It is so, so, so sweet. So Look, love really does happen at the heart level. It's not going to happen up here with ideas and thought, you know, exchanging ideas and opinions and whatever. It comes from the heart. And so our process helps you do that. Part of how we do it is by helping you identify the two voices in your head, the voice of love and the voice of fear. The voice of fear is always bringing us up into our heads and it gets Mm. us to intellectualize and overthink and whatever. It makes up stories. It makes up stories. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we're in our heart and we're being guided by that voice. We're present. What else, babe? Well, we're open. Mm -hmm. We're open to, I don't mean for this to be a cliche, but we're open to love. Mm -hmm. In our head, we can think about how important it is and how nice it would be to feel that. But it's so accessible to us when we're in our heart. Mm -hmm. We're also showing up with compassion for ourselves and the other person. Yeah. And we're navigating to what's best in that other person. Mm -hmm. While not ignoring the red flags. Exactly. The yellow flags and Uh the red flags. And the orange ones. And the orange ones. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have any pink flags (laughs) or green or blue. But yeah, we're we're paying attention to warning signs, but we're also open and receptive. Yeah. And then the second thing is we show you this roadmap to finding the guardian of your soul. Part of that, we teach you how to make it safe for a man to open up to you. And it is true that men have been given a lot of messages throughout their lives not to open up, not to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then we come into romantic relationships and we just think, oh, well, they should open up to us and tell us everything. Right. And on a date, a man is prone just to try to prove himself and impress. And that's very two-dimensional. It's Mm -hmm. not from the heart. It's it's from the head. It's how do I prove that I'm safe, that I'm successful, that I'm desirable. And what makes an extraordinary date that even if it doesn't lead to a second date, both people will remember it. And even if they know this isn't going to lead to a second date, it will make an extraordinary evening. 
Yep. And it's up to a woman. You know, men are very afraid of disappointing us. They're also very confused by women because we often send mixed messages. And so they're afraid sometimes just to tell us what they're really thinking and feeling. They don't know how we'll respond. Mm -hmm. For women, we help you manage your anxiety and we show you very authentic ways to bring out the best in men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Good. Good. All right. Yeah. And then we also teach you how to get emotionally naked. Yeah. Part of the program is asking for what you want and need from a guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And to be receptive. The more emotionally naked we are, the more receptive we are to listening to the person sitting across from us and encouraging them to be vulnerable as well. Yeah. And then another thing that is a huge part of this is that we help you get clear on how to search for a guardian of your soul. So not a guy that's going to be an avoidant or a love bomber and sweep you off your feet or whatever. We show you how to slow this down we get rid of that big laundry list of things you've been looking for. We walk our clients through this beautiful process that takes about a week to find the five key things they have to have in a partner. And don't think you know them yet because you don't. You yeah. have to do the process to get them. But we really give you the ability to get clear on who the guardian of your soul will be. Mm -hmm. So bottom line. What's the best way to find this roadmap? To work with us. Exactly. <laughs> you guys knew that was coming, right? <laughs> I mean, we can't pull anything over on you. <laughs> but that really is the way to do this. I mean, if you've been tuning into these podcasts weekly, and if you've said to yourself more than once, wow, I'd really love to have a relationship like that. If you've thought about wanting what we have, then who better to give you that beautiful roadmap? And here's the most important thing of all. You will not figure this out on your own. The chances of doing that are almost zero. Mm -hmm. If you do it on your own, you'll either settle, you'll repeat the same patterns over and over again. You'll waste precious years of your life. There are a lot of you out there who are afraid to really face this part of your life. You've left it because you were brokenhearted or you never felt attractive or desired or desirable. But there's some reason why you haven't been ready to face this part of life. And you're just leaving it to chance. Yeah. Chance, fantasy, wishful thinking. Mm-hmm but not actively pursuing a step-by-step -step roadmap that a quality coach can give you. Yeah, and not, a, you know, thinking, buying into the idea that we work for everything else in life and we put in the time and effort and that love is just something that happens to us when we least expect it. You need a roadmap, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been Getting Inside the Right Male Mind. I'm Lisa Shield. And I'm Benjamin Shield. We thank you so much for joining us. We release Dating Without Drama every week. And in that podcast, there are two separate episodes. There's one called Lunch with Lisa where I wax poetic uh -huh. about all, uh -huh. <laughs> not poetic. <laughs> I tell you the truth about dating and love and men and relationships. 
and Finding the Guardian of Your Soul. My husband, Benjamin, and I do this episode, which is called Getting Inside the Right Male Mind. You can like and rate my podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also, if you like what you heard us saying, please go to our brand new website, Mm -hmm. lisashield.com. There are buttons all over the website that you can click so that you can hop over and watch the free 45-minute presentation. Stay to the end if you want to book a call with me or a member of my team so that we can show you how we can get this solved. If you have suggestions for podcasts, please send them to podcast at lisashield.com. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye.